I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning. And welcome to the pre-show. We are almost at the weekend. It is Thursday, March 9th. Thank you guys for getting up with us as usual. And thank you, as always, for checking in with us. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can text us at 702-364-9400. Also use that number if you want to give us a call. We are here and getting ready to kick things off this morning. How you doing? Not bad, not bad. It was a nice uh, Wednesday, nice little day. Um, I left the radio station, got some errands done, and then filmed some car stuff last night, and then got home from that, and did a nice little outdoor workout, and then watched uh, the, the UNLV Lady Rebels last night win the Mountain West Championship. That was a cool thing to see, and congratulations to them. I think, I don't want to jinx anything, but I think that was kind of expected, um, and let's see where they go from here. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a nice, nice, it, it was close to a couple points throughout the game, but the ladies ended up winning it last night, so, and then uh, Laura was out of town, she was in D.C. for some meetings, she got back last night about 11.30, so it was one of those deals where I went to bed probably 9.30 sort of fall asleep, but I, I can't really sleep completely until she gets home, so she got home about 11.30 and all was well after that. That's good. Traveling will take a lot out of you. Yeah, it certainly does. How you doing out there? How was your day? Uh, it was a pretty good day. Kind of a busy one. Last night, um, we were, uh, I was getting ready to sit down and do my work and I went into my, my knee was really bothering me. I ran, I ran a couple of times last week and I noticed that now it's my right knee is kind of bugging me. And so I went to, we have like this cabinet where we put all of our like supplements, our medicines, our prescriptions, our, um, the things that we take every day, the vitamins, all of that is in there. And then there's also like our band-aids, our thermometers. It's all this stuff in one gigantic cabinet in the kitchen. So I go to that cabinet in the kitchen and I'm like, I'm going to get a couple of Advil for my knee because it's really bugging me. And I open it and like six things fall down Mm -hmm. and hit me in the head. And I'm like, this thing is so 
packed. Like we just put everything in there. That's just the spot. So I was like, you know what? Forget this. So I go and I grab the uh, step ladder that we have in our in our um, pantry, and I go from top to bottom, every single bottle, everything. I'm like, expired. Throw this away. Look at this. I'm like, p- literally painkillers or something from dental work in 2015. I'm like, why do we have all this stuff? So I went through that thing. Took out everything that was expired, took out things that we never use, um, sunscreens that were like 10 years old. I'm like, how did we get to this place? But I felt so accomplished when it was all said and done, and it looks so good now. My husband got home from uh, picking up Brooklyn, and I go, look at this, and I opened the, the cabinet, and he's like, Wow! Did you do that? I was like, I sure did. It was awesome. <laughs> that hodgepodge cabinet. Does everyone have that cabinet? And why is it in the kitchen? Because I got the same thing. That kitchen cabinet. And then after time, yeah, you start building up, and there's expired stuff. Thing is, though, you go you go clean that cabinet like two months from now, there'll be more expired stuff. Stuff is always expiring in these cabinets. <sighs> it's, I think it's so funny that. At least for, I think for a majority of people, the medicine, the old school medicine cabinet upstairs in your bathroom is downstairs in the kitchen. Yeah, I because I need my stuff when I'm in the kitchen. Yes, I have my water. Yes. I'm not going <laughs> to take my medicine upstairs. And so, yeah, it was amazing what we had in there. I couldn't believe it. And then it's, you know, you, you, you want to dispose of it properly. You know, you don't want to just throw it in the toilet and flush it or anything like that. So I'm going through each bottle and I'm throwing it away. I'm pulling capsules apart and like dumping the stuff so i'm like i don't want anyone to find these and take them so if they were if they were like solid i was chopping them up with a knife and there was like 10 of them I'm like oh my gosh this is gonna take me forever but i did it because in, in your mind there's always that person that's going through the garbage looking for those pain pills like, i found them look at this i'm gonna take this so i'm like no you will not sir i will see to it that you don't so <laughs> not at my house <laughs> so yeah that was my night last night it was uh, it was really yeah it was it, I, I'm going to be gloating in this one for a long time, I'll tell you that. Oh, more, you know so. how people are jealous right now? Like, oh, man, I wish <laughs> I had that done to my cabinet because we all have that cabinet. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. So, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Did uh, I did watch um, The Last of Us. Uh, we're st- I, I think the season finale is this weekend or something. I think it's coming up. So we're just trying to get caught up on it. That's a really good show. I know you've been watching at it, but you haven't really, like, sat down and and like kept up with what's going on. No, I think this weekend though I will because yeah, I was watching at it that first episode. I think Lars a couple more she I think she got a couple more done when she was back back east. She had some downtime between her meetings and stuff. So I think this weekend I'm going to try to sit down and fill in the gaps because that is one of those shows where everyone's talking about it. You see all these memes, everyone's talking about the show and then if the, f- the season finale is coming up, I want to be like in the loop. Yeah, I'm seeing the memes and I don't know what they mean. Yeah. So that's even more motivation for me to get through it. So I could be uh, like, ha ha, laugh with you guys. I get it. So yeah, that's it for us. And we've got a lot coming up this morning. Make sure you're listening at 715 for us to give you the era for eras. We've got your Taylor Swift tickets. We'll tell you the hour and the era that you're listening us for a song from. And when you hear it, be caller 20, correctly identify the song by artist and title, and you'll be going to see Taylor Swift this month. It's hard to believe. I was watching videos of her sound check in um, in Arizona that she's doing. Like, there's all these people that are like camping outside and posting what they hear. And so we can kind of get an idea of the set list that she's going to be performing. And the Antihero is definitely on the set list. They, we heard that one. And I, I, I 
I couldn't find any other ones with other songs other than that, but it's so funny. Everyone's like, what's going to be on the set list? <laughs> I like how people, because they did that with Beyonce, which had that show overseas. Uh, I forget where it was, but they were, they were camping outside the stadium to hear what's going on. And yeah, so Taylor Swift, she kicks off the tour in Arizona. So we're like stop number two. Yeah. We get a fresh Taylor Swift. I know. It's going to be fantastic. So make sure you're listening for that. Let's get the show started this morning. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Good by Better Than Ezra? Do you want to hear Never Ever by All Saints? Or do you want to hear Number One by Nelly? choices get your votes in now all you have to do is tweet us at mercedes in the am vote on our facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400 we'll count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 mix 94.1 coming 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 up you're gonna want to hear this we have more to come on the pre-show this morning on the way next we have the daily dirt black pink achieves a huge milestone. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Now, I don't know why we didn't make Nelly's number one be number one and better than Ezra be number three because when people sent in number one, I wasn't sure which one they were talking <laughs> yeah, about. It could be confusing, but sure. I, if you wrote Nelly and better than Ezra, that helps so much. So based on my guesses, it looks like number one by Nelly is a pre-show you pick up. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt. On Mix 94.1. Let's start here. Blackpink is now the most streamed female band on Spotify. Their songs have more than 8 billion individual streams. I did a spin ride and their song came on and I all of a sudden got a burst of energy. Oh, did you pick things up? How you like that? It was so good. Okay, um, they'll be doing Coachella April 15th and the 22nd. Would you go to Coachella to see Blackpink? Absolutely not. I'm not going to Coachella. That's not my vibe. <laughs> and nothing against people whose vibe it is. I think it's really cool. But um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't like dirt. Did you... <laughs> I don't. <laughs> There's a lot dirt, of dirt out there. There's not my thing. There's grassy fields out there. Coachella is yeah, beautiful. I, but Coachella's that's for the gorgeous. rich. That's for the rich. The, the rich ones have the access to the grass. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I just know. <laughs> Our level more like the dirt and gravel yeah, parking I'm lot. I'm in the dirt. I'm telling you Did right you go now. see them in L.A.? What did you go yeah, see? Yeah, we Black drove Bank? out. And, yeah, we saw them. It was last minute tickets. Like On a Wednesday, the label said, hey, I have a ticket. We have tickets to Blackpink on Friday. Or maybe it was Saturday. It was Saturday. I was like, oh, and I was already planning to go out there to surprise my friend. Um, his mother passed away. So oh, I was yeah, like, that's, right. that's going to work perfectly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, absolutely. Let's do this. So it was so good. One must go. Uh, Lisa, 
Jenny, Rose, and Jizo. Am I saying the last name? <laughs> oh, no. Jizo. Jisoo. Oh. And she has a solo album. She just announced a solo album uh, coming out. And, okay. And the track list. And one's got to go, though. Jisoo. Oh, one's got to go. One's got to go, yeah. Oh, out of the. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, out that's... of the four ladies of Blackpink. Oh, gosh. Not Jisoo. She has the best voice. Lisa's the best dancer. Jenny's my favorite, so I guess Rose. Rose I don't want her out, but I love, I love her. One must go. That's the game we play. We mentioned in the opening uh, opening break there, but the UNLV Lady Rebels, they won last night. They beat Wyoming, so they won the Mountain West Championship back-to-back years for the ladies. They're just unstoppable right now. So they're going to the big dance. They're, going, they're, they're moving on, and we'll find out where and who they're playing on Sunday with Selection Sunday. So ladies do move on to, um, to the big dance, which is awesome for them. And then the guys, they won as well yesterday. They, they beat um, Air Force, and then they will play Boise State tonight at 6 o'clock. That's really cool. Two couple of wins under the belt. That uh, makes you feel good going into the tournament, and so I'm really excited for them. Yeah, feeling good here. Um, let's go over to this, and let's talk about Nick Cannon, because Nick Cannon, he got us. On Wednesday, I talked about the game show where women compete to be the next baby mama for Nick Cannon. They put out a trailer for it. This was some of it. Having mom! going to get some contestants that want to have your baby. We're not kidding around. Kevin Hart's involved. Well, it turns out it is not real. The clip was just a teaser for a new show called Celebrity Prank Wars, hosted by Nick and Kevin Hart, which will premiere on April 6th on E! The premise is simple. They help celebrities pull pranks on each other. Okay, so that show's not happening? That show's not happening. It was all to get attention about a oh, prank, so he pranked us. Like, why Why would you put a show out like that? Yeah, he, he has uh, 12 kids from six different women, so that was kind of the play on that. But they were pranking us in order to get attention for their new prank show. Gosh, well, it worked. I don't like pranks. <laughs> why not? I don't, because these pranks are like over the top. Remember, what was the show, Punked? It was like it wasn't like Justin Timberlake crying, like, oh, your house is burning down. Like, oh, my gosh, my house is on fire. They have fake smoke and everything. They take a little bit too far on some of those shows. There was a one that I saw right before the, the Super Bowl because Rihanna was performing and, and they showed the one that they did for Rihanna. And uh, it was her and like her assistant. They're walking on a street and there's a girl there singing to make money. And her assistant or whoever's with her puts some money in there. And as she's walking away, she goes, oh, my gosh, I meant to give her a five dollar bill. I accidentally gave her a hundred dollar bill so Rihanna's like well you gotta go back and get it she's like I can't can you go back and get it so Rihanna goes back she's like I'm so sorry can can we please take this hundred dollar bill back we meant to give you a five and the girl starts screaming like help this oh. woman's stealing from me and Rihanna's like what no <laughs> see you like pranks look at you I like watching pranks <laughs> the, the right thing would be Rihanna, Rihanna would be like yeah you know what give the kid the hundred bucks instead she's going back there yeah. Yeah, she's like, my friend needs this. <laughs> <laughs> the kids start screaming. That's awesome. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the morning. Show number 17.97. And now here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Thursday, March 9th, 6.01. Thank you guys so much for getting up early with us as we get things going here on a Thursday. Uh, 
no, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Oh, nope, not no, gonna say no, it. don't do it. Don't nope, do it. Don't not do it. Gonna say it. So, <laughs> so what else is new? Last night, <laughs> I think we all know where I was about to go, and it's the topic that we've been talking about all week long, so I'm not going to talk about it. Um, how are you? I am good. I'm, I'm great. No complaints over here. Um, we, we started the opening break talking about you cleaning out that medicine cabinet that everyone has downstairs in their kitchen. Have you ever tackled the spice rack cabinet? Because that's one. Anytime we cook, we'll go through. I'm like, oh, we've got you know garlic salt, and we'll take it out. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that expired in 2018. And then one of those things, continue to keep cleaning stuff is always expiring in that cabinet. I don't know how that happens, but everything always expires in that cabinet. Yeah, my husband did that one um, about a year ago. And I remember like going to throw something in the trash and I just see all these bottles. And I'm like, what is this? And he's like, I cleaned out the spice rack and just I it blew my mind how many expired items that we had on there. I mean, we're talking about oregano from 2011 and thyme from 2008. I mean, how often do you replace your spices? I don't replace that. I can't tell you the last time I bought a spice. I don't even know. And so th- it was pretty disgusting. And it's also too like, how, like why is time in there? Like, why did we ever need this? Why do we buy this? What were we cooking where we went to the grocery store and bought that and have it in our cabinet? At some point you needed it for something, but you never went back to it again. Like, what was that recipe that required you to buy that item? I was one of those like lazy uh, spice rack people. I bought a spice rack that already came with all the spices. <laughs> so that's how I had it. I was like, I mean, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting a house. I should probably get a spice rack. And I don't half of those bottles I don't think I ever used. It's so <laughs> embarrassing. I use the seasonings I use are like garlic salt, I use um paprika, I use salt, pepper, uh gar did I say garlic salt? Yeah, I, yeah, I use that. Um garlic powder I use. Um and I use oregano. That's about all that I use. That's a good standard when yeah. you cook it. And those are some basics that you need. We've got in our little spice rack and it's like it's pretty much empty now, but it's one of those it's the lazy Susan where it's the thing that spins. So you, you put some spice on, you can spin it around and store more stuff in your cabinet. The thing is that the main thing we use, salt and pepper, and that's pretty much it, maybe something else, is front and center. So we're never really spinning that lazy Susan around to see the stuff that's in the back. So when you do spin it, that's when we discovered the expired items. There is a spice that we had, and I was like, why do we have this? It's called cream of tartar. Do you know, have you heard of cream of tartar before? I've heard of it. What is it and what is it used for? I could not figure out like why. I And this was one that didn't come with the spice rack. This is one that I had to go out and buy. And I'm just like, we don't eat tartar sauce. Like, what is this all about? I think it was from making sugar cookies. I think you put cream of tartar in sugar cookies. Any bakers out there that can confirm that? I'm pretty sure... That's why I bought it, because otherwise I I don't know what cream of tartar is even for. Do you use cumin? Um, I have some. If I make tacos and I season them on my own without using like a taco mm-hmm. mix seasoning, I do use some cumin. Yes. I remember the first time Laura was still in college. We were dating and we were, we were cooking at our apartment and, we, and that was a required item. So West Virginia, where she goes to school or went to school, we go to the, the grocery store and I mispronounced that name. And the, the guy at the grocery store looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, hey, where can I find some? He's like, what? Oh, I'm man. Like, oh, it's pronounced a different way. <laughs> well, you live and you learn, right? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> where can I find that stuff? Coming up on the show, our spring fling. This is going to be awesome. It's in April, April 29th at the theater at Virgin Hotels. The tickets are on sale right now on our website, Mix941.fm. You got Dean Lewis, you got Jason Mraz. It's an all ages show. We've got your tickets at 940. And then in about 15 minutes with the early edition of Heads Up, 
four tickets to the Titanic and Bodies exhibition over at the Luxor, which is, if you haven't done it before, it's a blast. It's, it's something you want to see multiple times. We've got your tickets in about 15 minutes. And we also have What's Trending. What do you got for us? You will not believe how much this celebrity makes a second when they are on screen. We'll tell you who it is and what they make. Also, Tiger Woods facing a lawsuit. And if you were a teen in the 90s, this drink is now coming spiked. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Sandra Bullock is trending this morning. She is at the top of a new survey that finds some of Hollywood's, some Hollywood stars actually make more in a single second than many people do in an entire year. Sandra Bullock is the most valuable Oscar-worthy actor making $94,736.14 per second. Whoa. Yeah. Sir Ian McKellen was second with $90,614.14 a second, followed by Kate Winslet with $76,155.62 a second. Others in the top 10 included Whoopi Goldberg, Dustin Hoffman, Tom Hanks. At the opposite end of the scale, uh, screen greats Robert De Niro and Tom Cruise, the 48th and 49th respectively, compiling just a measly $26,000 of box office worth per second. Oh, those losers. Loser. <laughs> they get a life cruise. <laughs> when it comes to um when it when it comes to uh lots to pay of uh, pay for just a little bit of work, Oscar winner Anthony Hopkins, he appeared on screen during the Silence of the Lambs for only 16 minutes. That's that's how long he was on that movie. 16 minutes total and despite this, he was reportedly offered 15 million dollars for the sequel. And he said no. Yeah, he didn't do it. For that, for $15 million for 16 minutes worth of screen time. I don't think he was in the sequel, was he? No. I thought he turned it down. Yeah. Yeah. That's just uh, crazy. And I get how they're doing this. Like, they're, they're looking at the time that they're on the movie and then saying, okay, they got this much for the movie and dividing it. But you also have to realize that... They're at work, yeah. you know, they're reading scripts and they're going to screen tests and they're doing shoots to promote the movie. So I know we kind of whittle it down to, oh, you make $94,000 a second. Well, not really. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that is not on screen. Yeah, their life is dedicated to whatever movie they're making. Sandra Bullock, I'm just thinking of the movie Bird Box that she did, which was a great movie. She, I mean, when she's filming that movie, she's dedicating her life to that movie. Like you said, learning scripts, going through casting processes. But it is interesting to see actual screen time, what they make and what they make per second. Being on the screen is kind of crazy, but yeah, they're still making great money. Oh, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. That's uh, huge money that's going into their pockets. So that is trending this morning. Um, Tiger Woods is trending. His ex-girlfriend... Erica Herman, they've called it quits. And now Erica is suing Tiger for $30 million, claiming that he cooked up a scheme to toss her out of their home. According to legal documents, they actually broke up last fall. They had been living together in his Florida home for six years, during which that time Erica says she performed, quote unquote, valuable services for Tiger in exchange for living there rent free. Now, she admits she doesn't have that in writing, but she refers to an oral agreement that they had, which was supposed to last five more years after they split. Well, 
she uh, she alleges one of Tiger's lawyers even met her at the airport with a proposal to resolve any outstanding issues between Tiger and her. And she also claims that they confiscated more, more than $40,000 in cash that she had at the house. Agents locked her out of the home and accused her of doing something shady to get that money. So she is suing Tiger's Trust for $30 million because she claims that the reasonable rental value of Tiger's house for the five remaining years on the oral agreement is just about that much. She's asked to be removed from her NDA, saying that there's a law that allows NDAs to be voided if there's proof of sexual assault or harassment. Now, there's nothing like that in the uh, in in the lawsuit as of yet. No specific allegations, but uh It'll be interesting. I think this is going to get kind of ugly here. Yeah, there's yeah, there's some smoke here. Where there's smoke, there's usually fire. And you go back to that the first whole Tiger Woods breakdown with the his wife at the time and the golf club and all the craziness. It was kind of mass. It wasn't like a sleeping issue or something or lack of sleep being the issue. And then it turned out to all that other stuff with Tiger and his mistresses all came to light. Ooh, this could be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. I was I was hoping that he turned the corner and you know things are finally on the up and up with him, but. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Innocent until proven guilty. Mm, Of course, yeah, but we'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, and then Sunny Delight is trending this morning. Anyone who was a teenager in the 90s probably remembers that that ad for Sunny Delight, the famous purple stuff. Do you remember that one? We got one. Is this the commercial? Yeah, this is the part. Do you remember this commercial? Yeah. They were like playing volleyball. They come home and he looks in the fridge and all his friends are behind him. And he's like, purple stuff, sunny D. Yeah, sunny D. Well, all those kids are in their 40s now. <laughs> so it's time to bring on the hard stuff. Sunny Delight with alcohol now exists. It's called Sunny D Vodka Seltzer. It hits select Walmarts nationwide this Saturday, although it's already been spotted in shelves and on shelves in some places. Sunny D essentially fake orange juice so it sounds like it would taste like a screwdriver which is vodka and orange juice but might have some bubbles in there since it's a seltzer um four packs cost 10 bucks each can is 95 calories with 4.5 percent alcohol and that is what's trending let's do this caller 20 702-364-9400 your caller 20 you get to play heads up which is a blast to play but we have a really fun prize for you today we are gonna hook you up with four tickets to the Titanic exhibit and the Bodies exhibition over at the Luxor Hotel and Casino. You want to go? Your tickets right now. Just be caller 20. Pick your category. Pick your partner. Get six answers in 60 seconds and you will win. It's as easy as that. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, let's get our contestant is Leanne. Leanne, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes, I am, I think. Okay, let's do it. We have two categories for you to choose from. Do you want to go with Tooth Fairy or Women's Empowerment? Um, We'll try Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy it is. Okay. Um, National Dentist Day was on Monday, and these are all things at the dentist, okay? Okay. Okay. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner? I think I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Leanne, 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct, and you get those passes to check out the Titanic and Bodies exhibition. You start now. Okay, when you have a cavity, they use one of these to clean it out. 
drill. Yes. Um, if you need to put like this on top of your tooth because it's like rotted, you get one of these. A filling? Um, like a king and a queen wears this on their head. Oh, crown. Yes. Um, sometimes if you have gingivitis, it's because you have this like built up on your teeth. Plaque. Yes. Um, you might get one of these pulled, like your wisdom. A tooth. Yes. Um, this is when you eat too many sweets, you get these. Cavities. Yes. Um, this is, they might get red and irritated. Your gums. Yeah. Nice. just went through that like it was nothing. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Leanne, you're all set with tickets to the Titanic and Bodies exhibition over at the Luxor. So yes, congratulations to you. Now we'll be doing Heads Up again in the 8 o'clock hour. And when you win those, uh, when you win Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour, tickets to go see Charlie Puth. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Did that impress you? Really? It did. It Why? really did because it was it was a very tight spot as well. I was I was I was very impressed with it. I, I'm, uh, it was an impressive move. So Mercedes and I always park in the same spots in front of the uh, radio station. But there's like a, a two or three spots that are like a loading area, and the Mercedes gets spot number one, and I always take spot number two. I mean that's where we park every single morning. And uh, I parked in my spot uh, on Wednesday, and the Mercedes technically parked in spot number three because they were bringing. A, t- a taco truck for the employees here at the radio station for Employee Appreciation Day a couple days ago. It's a really cool thing. They're bringing a taco truck. But Jeremy, our promotions director, said, hey, you guys have to move your cars because it's a big taco truck. So I went out and moved my car like halfway down the parking lot. And then I know you went out and moved your car, Mercedes. But as I'm leaving, I'm walking out and I go past the taco truck and I see like a big old truck that's parked next. And then I see your car and then another like big old like SUV. I mean, you backed in to your spot. I'm like, wow, that's impressive because you did like a one 
lane over back and maneuver in between two big trucks. Very, very impressive. I um, I have to admit, is as impressive as it may be to you, I have that rear camera that kind of guides me. So it's not like I'm sitting there putting my arm over the passenger seat looking like, whoa, what do I got here? I just have to look in my camera and just zoom right back in. It's not that impressive. I, I'm sorry. It's still impressive because they were too big and it was a tight spot, too. It was a very tight spot. And you slid in there. It was perfectly parked. I'm like... You go. You go, my friend. You got that done. Well, I'm I, I'm flattered that you are impressed. Sometimes there's just little things that really impress you. I'm always impressed when um, I can or I'm in a car with someone who can switch lanes without touching those bumpy dots where they can do and mm. there's no from the from the dots. I think that's a small thing that's really impressive. Yeah, that is that that is a, that that is impressive. What about parallel parking in general? When I go down to get my haircut downtown, um, Larry's shop, there's parking right in front of it, and um, I'm down there a lot. And there's always like a spot opens up, it's really tight, and I'll, we'll see someone pull up in an SUV. I'm like, oh, watch this guy to try to do this. He's not going to make it. And sure enough, boom, slides that SUV into a really tight spot. I'm like, wow, I am impressed with that parallel parking. Maneuver. I I, th- I don't really parallel park very often, and um, I don't see it that often. But I think that's a skill. I uh, I pride myself on being able to just do it one time. It's when you see someone that goes back, forward, back, <laughs> yes. forward. It's like, oh, boy, uh, someone didn't get yelled at by their dad while they were teaching about a parallel park. What about when you go to a restaurant and the server had, takes like five or six plates at once and that balancing act? I'm like, wow, that's that's cool. Um. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about that. The one that, uh, as far as restaurants goes, there's this place we go, and this waiter there, he's amazing. He will take like six or seven plates to your table, and he has them like four on one arm, four on the other arm, and he'll show up, and then he'll bring them, and then there will be someone who will take them all off of his arms and put them on the plate or on the table, and I'm always like, Wow, how did you do that? That's a, that's impressive. Balancing act. The plates are hot. Food, you don't want the yes. food to slide around and stuff gets mixed together. The presentation still looks good. Very impressive. Up next is the hot three. What do you got for us? All right. Why you may not want to hang out your with your cheating friend. Also, are you an emotional eater? Who's worse, men or women? And do not play with Ouija boards, people. A bunch of girls suffered this after playing with a Ouija board. What happened? We'll tell you all coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Feeling a little anxious about your partner's new job, where they're traveling a lot, maybe meeting up with coworkers for drinks afterwards. Well, your concerns may be justified as re- research finds it's possible to be infected with infidelity. A recent study posed the question, is infidelity contagious? And they found that the answer is yes. It turns out seeing other people cheat lowered participants' commitment to their own relationship as well as their desire to resist temptation. The study explained that environments that foster a greater prevalence of infidelity may make people more vulnerable to, if not just outright infect them with infidelity so situational forces can be 
pretty powerful. Like if cheating is acceptable in your workplace or in your friend group, having your own affair seems like it's less of a big deal. We're all influenced by the people we spend time with in both positive and negative ways. So if you're a couple surrounded by other happy long-term couples, that's good for your relationship. But if the study finds that when people start seeing around those around them cheating, well, then that kind of changes things and they're less likely to protect their relationship. Is there anyone in your friend circle that you know is a cheater or has cheated before in the past? Not at all. All of my friend circle are people that have been married for a very long time, like uh, like at least 10 years, maybe 15 years in some cases. So not not for me. You? Um, but yeah, I'll put the name of your too because you, you know this person. Um, and I didn't know he was um, having affairs, but he had multiple affairs. Not He had two, uh, and everything's been solid for a long time now. We haven't hung out in a long time. But when we were hanging out, uh, he was the guy in the group that was having affairs. Uh, and did you guys like... Just accept it, or did you give him a hard time for it? Um, the first one, we were stunned by. The second one, we were very angry over the second one. It was a very bad situation. Oh, it was a very geez. bad situation. But he... the first one was like, what? Oh, well, okay. Well, didn't see that coming. And then the second one, we all got very angry. Yeah, I just, I think that I would get angry, too. And I would be like, look, get your stuff worked out, and then let's talk then. You know? I, I, I don't know. That would make me... Not really want to hang out with them. And that's the thing, too. We were all in that situation for the second one, and he got his stuff right and has been happily married. Kids, family, just like in such a wonderful spot. But I remember he was kind of like the outcast. It was just like, what are you doing, man? The first one is not acceptable, but caught us all off guard. Now you're doing this again to this woman, and um, he got caught in an interesting way. And it was just, yeah, he was in a really bad spot, but... Turn things around. You can turn as far as things we know. around. It's not always once a cheater, always a cheater, right? Yeah. I, I hear people say that all the time, and I think people can learn. I really do. Oh, yeah, make changes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah change their ways for sure. Also this morning, are you an emotional eater? Do you run to the refrigerator every time you get upset? Then, according to this new study, you're probably a woman. According to obesity researchers, women are more likely to use food to cope with depression, loneliness, and stress. Men, on the other hand, are less likely to use uh, food to cope with feelings and more likely to eat only when hungry. Do you stress eat? No, I, you know what? I used to, mm-hmm. I don't anymore. Now for me, it's the exact opposite where if I get stressed out, I don't eat. Like I just don't eat. And then my husband's like, you got to eat something. And, but I feel like sick to my stomach if I'm if super stressed out. And he's like, you got to eat, you got to eat something. I'm like, I feel sick. I, I will throw up if I eat something. <laughs> and so that's, we always fight about that. He's like, he'll put so, like something in front of me, like eat this. I'm like, I don't want it. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, this will teach you never to miss mess with a Ouija board. This is actually really scary and sad. About 30 girls from a school in Colombia were hospitalized for a very unusual reason. The students were playing with a Ouija board and they ended up with major anxiety. Reports say that the girls reportedly suffered signs of fainting, anxiety, and other symptoms at a school before being taken to the hospital. The head of the Galeris Educational Institute uh, says that the school is waiting for the medical diagnosis to provide further reliable information and they ask the community to avoid making early judgments and diagnosis of their own but it it seems that they were playing with it 30 girls 
ended up in the hospital that i'm wondering what happened why why did it set them off like that yeah and they uh, contacted spirit that got upset with all of them and is that true if you have one of those boards the ouija boards that you can never throw it away it's, it's like it's bad luck once you get one you have to keep it in your possession the entire time because we had one as a kid and we play with it every so often, and I think it's still in my parents' house. I don't think anyone ever threw it out. I think it's still somewhere in my parents' house. Yeah, it's uh, it it I have heard that. Yeah, the only way to get rid of it is to give it to someone else. Because if you if you throw it away, it will find its way back into your home. It's it's like I'll never mess with those things ever. <laughs> it could be trouble. It could be a lot of trouble. So seven o'clock hour. Be here at seven fifteen. That's when we'll give you today's era in the hour to listen for a song from that era. That is your chance to win those tickets to go see Taylor Swift today. But you have to be here at seven fifteen. We are right at the beginning of the 7 a.m. social. This is where you can join us online. We are live streaming on Facebook and on our YouTube channel, Mercedes in the Morning. If you want to uh, join us, we chat on and off the air. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of become like a a little family there. So we'd love to see you on the 7 a.m. social. I am completely clueless about something that's going on, and I just saw a story about it. Um. Is there something in pop culture that you need a lesson on or that you want someone to explain to you? Because I'm hoping someone is listening right now that can explain this to me. I have no idea what's happening with this whole Vanderpump Rules drama. Like someone had an affair with someone or and then someone punched someone in the face or I'm seeing this everywhere and I don't watch the show so I don't really understand it do you know what this is all about I don't I don't know the characters I did see a headline on TMZ about someone was it a guy that cheated who is he is he Mr. Vanderpump is he the kid she's the one that has the restaurant here in town right yeah, I don't Lisa think Vanderpump? It, I th- I don't think it's their kids. I think it's the people that work at her restaurant oh, in okay. LA. Not the, and here it's like a bar at Caesars. I've seen it. It looks really pretty. But then why are they calling it like the Vanderpump Affairs? I guess because they work there. But I'm thinking it's part, I'm thinking it's that Vanderpump family. So it's not the family. No, it's the people that work on the show Vanderpump Rules. Oh, and so I I don't. I'm just really confused about the whole thing. Can can someone explain that to me? Uh, 702-364-9400. And maybe you have something that you need explained to you. Maybe it's not pop culture. Maybe it's just something in general like, hey, what's the deal with this? Do you guys know what this is all about? If we can help you, we we will try. If we can't help you, I'm sure there was someone listening that can. 702-364-9400. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Billy, good morning. Good morning. Can you explain the whole Vanderpump drama to us? Oh, yeah, totally. I watch it, like, every season. Okay, what's going on? So one of the main guys that's been on from day one, his name's Tom. He started dating this girl, Ariana, and she, like, wanted no commitment. She didn't want to have kids. She didn't want to even marry him. But they've been together, and he finally cheated on her with one of the other cast members, and... That girl was dating one of the other guys. So they broke up last season and then he started dating her. But he's been totally committed to her for like nine years. So that's the big deal. Okay, wait. What's the girl's name he cheated on our Ariana with? Uh, Raquel. Raquel. Okay, so and then who was Raquel dating before Tom? His name was James Kennedy. He's like a DJ. 
Okay, so I'm I'm literally writing down a flow yeah. chart here. Same, so same. If you're on the 7 a.m. social club, that, that, that's what I have. Okay, so Tom was with Ariana for like nine years, and she didn't want a commitment, but then he cheated on her with Raquel, and Raquel had previously broken up with James Kennedy. Did did Ariana or Raquel punch the other one in the in the face? You know, I think something they had some type of confrontation. I haven't seen that episode that just happened. Okay, okay. Uh, that thank you so much because this has been all over the place. I have no idea who these people are, but now I'm kind of intrigued. I, this sounds like it's getting pretty juicy. So what? So Ariana is single then? Is Ariana single and James are single now? Yes, but James nobody nobody really likes James. So he needs to be taken. <laughs> James, you're out of here. <laughs> James is out. Wow. Oh, thank okay. you so much, Billy. You are going to be our go-to if we have any Vanderpump uh, questions on that. Someone just texted and, and confirmed that. Tom Sandoval cheated on his 10-year girlfriend named Ariana with a co-worker named Raquel, um, a friend named Sheena. Oh, whoa. A friend named Sheena punched Raquel in the face to defend Ariana's honor. Oh, so, so Sheena's the wild she, child here. Sheena came in with the punch. <laughs> Add Sheena to your flowchart there. For Ariana. I just put her in yeah. there. Um, Sheena punch. Okay. Sheena punch. Okay. Wow. This is this is good. This one says um, they've been together for 10 years. Da, da, da. Sheena punched Raquel. Sheena. Yeah. Okay. You guys are great. Now here's a question that someone wants some clearing up on. It's all over TikTok about Haley, Selena and Kylie drama. Do you know what's going on? With yeah. This? Tell me if I have this right. Cause I had the same question a couple weeks ago. I didn't know what's going on and you explain it to me. So Haley Baldwin is married to Justin Bieber and she has been doing stuff on TikTok copying selena gomez and so people are upset over the fact that she's been copying stuff that selena gomez does on tiktok so they're coming after Haley baldwin beaver right now and uh, kylie jenner's in the mix too you kind of have it it's not really about the copying though it's the mean girls mentality so it all started with a tiktok that uh selena made and it was with her brows and she got them laminated and they were like kind of crazy so she went on there and was kind of looking at her her crazy eyebrows and talking about them. So then Kylie and Haley make these TikToks right after, kind of making fun, like, look at my eyebrows. Okay. And so everyone's like, wow, they're mean girls. Then the, everybody starts digging and finds that Haley basically copies everything that Selena does. The the bottom line is there's only one team to be on on this one, and it's Team Selena because she is taking the high road and handling all of this with grace. And Haley and Kylie are just oh we didn't do anything oh we didn't even even know Steph you're saying it started earlier than that what what's going on Yes, back in January, Selena was in I think Cabo, and paparazzi took pictures of her in a bikini, and she was getting heat that she gained a lot of weight, and she um when she posted those photos or the paparazzi posted those photos. Haley and Kendall and another girl posted a TikTok video hours later saying, I didn't, th um, not saying that she deserved it. And everyone was like, oh, that's weird timing. How she supposedly is getting heat for gaining weight, Selena. 
And then Haley posts this video not even two hours later saying, like, not saying that she deserved it, but... Oh. Wait, so, then, so it's Haley and Kylie are the bullies, but if you go back, Kendall's in the mix as well. Yes. They wow. are all in the mix. The Jenner and Kardashian family is also back... Back in Coachella 2015. Second flow chart down there, down bottom. So many flow charts this morning. If you are not Team Selena, I don't know if we can be friends because she is clearly the team to be on on this one. Haley is just being a mean girl. And you know what, what Selena's even doing? She's telling people, you know, be nice to them. Stop going after them. Be kind. Even though they're being so mean, she's still telling her fans, don't, don't be mean. Be, be above that. She's the bigger woman, yes. which is awesome. We love it. Taylor Swift, your tickets today. Uh, so be here in about 10 minutes. That's when we'll give you today's era in the hour to listen for a song from that era. So when you hear the song from that era play in that certain hour, you'd be caller 20, identify it correctly by artist and title, and you get tickets to see Taylor Swift. So you got to be here in 10 minutes, though. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, and we have your tickets to go see Taylor Swift. It's me. Tour tickets. We are giving you the era and the hour that you want to listen for to win these Taylor Swift tickets. So, as far as today goes, you want to be listening for a song from the 80s hour, and you want to be listening for that 80s song in the 4 o'clock hour this afternoon with Heather. Now, when you hear a song from the 80s in the 4 o'clock hour, you want to be caller 20 at 702-364-9400. And if you can correctly identify the name of the song and the artist, you're going to see Taylor Swift at Allegiant Stadium on March 25th. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Well, look at this. Blackpink. How you like that? Is the most streamed female band on Spotify. Their songs have more than 8 million individual streams. 8.8 million to be exact. That's absolutely massive. If you have not listened to Blackpink before, I highly recommend. So many good songs. If you're looking for a song for your workout playlist, you could pretty much put all their songs on there. So fun. It's a great sound. Yeah. That was in my t- they were in my top five uh, concerts. In the one you just went to recently, huh? Yeah. It, it was so much fun. And they have, like, a lot of these uh, Korean groups have light sticks that represent mm. their fandom. So you bring the light sticks to the concerts and everyone's going nuts. So um, you, BTS, they have what's called an army bomb. And it's like this big circle and, and the, the colors change. And Blackpink, there's, I don't know what it's technically called, but it's like these two hearts and they're pink. And you can like, it's like a soft hammer. Like you remember like little kids toys where it's like, it squeaks. Uh It's like that. And everyone shakes their, uh, if anyone knows the name of the light sticks for uh, Blackpink, we bought them and we're all shaking our light sticks at the concert. It's an event. It's it's, it's an event these concerts are. Do you know who the most streamed artist is on Spotify? The most streamed. The weekend? No, it is Drake's. Ah, oh, yeah. 56 billion streams. Dang. That's a lot of streams. 
Congratulations to our Lady Rebels. They won the Mountain West Championship again two years in a row now. So they beat Wyoming last night. The final score was 71-60. to So back-to-back championships for them, and they are going to the big dance. We'll find out where they're going, who they're playing on Sunday with Selection Sunday. So just, I mean, huge, huge, huge season for the ladies. I can't wait to see what they do now. I really think that this is going to be a special season. I'm so happy for them. They had a thing last night during the game about, like, you know, the, some of these teams that are favored to make a solid run, and UNLV was one of them, talking about for the, as far as the ladies' tournament. Yeah. Now, the guys, they beat Air Force, and they play again tonight for the Mountain West uh, Championship. Um, their game tonight is against Boise State, 6 o'clock. So we'll see what happens there. They have a couple more games to go, but their next game is tonight against Boise State. Let's talk about the Mass Singer. If you don't want to know who was eliminated, turn down your radio for a second. But last night, it was the Wolf. The Wolf was amassed on the Mass Singer. So here is uh, Mercedes trying to take a guess. Here is some of the Wolf singing last night. Okay. That name, that voice sounds familiar. Oh. It's a big name. It sounds familiar. Like, you're playing it, and I'm like, wait, I have heard this voice before. Why do I know this name? Why do I know this voice? Oh, this is going to drive me crazy. Oh, the second you tell me, like, I don't want you to tell me because I want to figure it you out. You hear it, right? Own. You hear it there. I mean, give no clues. I'm not giving any clues, just the audio. Wait, it's clicking in. It's clicking in. He's a singer. He's really a singer. Oh, my God. It's on the tip of my tongue. Who sings that song? Time, love, and tenderness. Who sings that? Can I Google who sings that yes, song? Yes, you can. Okay. Absolutely. Hold I on. allow Googling when who we reveal the mask. Anyone screaming at the radio right now that knows it? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Who sings Time, Love, and Tenderness? Michael Bolton. Is that your final answer? Yes. When a man yep, it was Michael Bolton. It was him. Michael oh Bolton was the wolf. That's crazy. They got Michael Bolton. That's a huge get for them. Yeah. They, what a big season. They had um, your friend, uh, Debbie Gibson, was on the season too. My friend. Aren't you guys friends? Well, I mean, I, we don't like hang out or anything, but we do have each other's phone numbers and we do text from time to time. I guess we are friends. <laughs> 12 year old me would never believe that, but. <laughs> That's really cool. That cool. I'd love that. Michael Bolton. So, Oscars are Sunday. Jimmy Kimmel is hosting. He says he's ready for anything. He says if somebody comes up on stage and slaps him, well, he'll size them up, and if he's bigger than they are, he's going to beat the you-know-what out of them. And if it's The Rock that comes up on stage, he's going to run. Yeah, I would run also. Is The Rock going to be there, though? Yeah, I think he's presenting, actually. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, Jimmy says he will talk about the slap, but he's not planning on to make his whole monologue about it. But Please don't. I'm so over it. I wish he wouldn't even address it. He feels like he does have to address it. And then as far as performers, Lady Gaga, her song is nominated for, for an Oscar. And where is Gaga? The song right here. So- Hold My Hand, best original song for Top Gun Maverick. Gaga was offered an invitation to come perform at the Oscars. She can't because she's too busy filming the Joker sequel. She can't make it. Scheduling conflict. 
but Rihanna will be there. Performing her song, Lift Me Up from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. My favorite part about the Academy Awards, I don't give a you-know-what about the awards. I just like to see what people are wearing on the red carpet, and then I'm out. <laughs> like, Bleh. Boom. So I'll just read who, the, who won tomorrow morning. It's going to be a long night on Sunday night if you plan on watching those Oscars. Uh, next hour, we do have your tickets to go see Charlie Puth. We have them at H25 when you win. Heads up. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. It's just a great way to start a day. On Mix 94.1. Have you been to the movies lately? Uh, No, last, I can't think of the the last movie I saw in the theaters had to be the original Black Panther. Oh my gosh, okay. The the original one? Yeah. Not Wakanda Forever? Not Wakanda Forever, no. Uh Uh-uh, it's been a long time. No, wait, I take that back. I saw uh, um, the, the Batman last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, Batman. Um, so in the box office this weekend, Creed Three, they it earned an estimated fifty eight point seven million dollars at the box office, and it, um, I think you mentioned it earlier. It became the biggest sports film box office opening ever. Do I, my question is, do you need to watch Creed and Creed Two? In order to watch Creed 3, because I'm very intrigued by it. And I love Michael B. Jordan. Um, He's amazing. Did you see that interview that he did on the red carpet with that person that he used to go to high school with? Oh, I heard about it. I didn't see it, though. Okay, so this girl, I don't, I think she's kind of famous. I don't remember who it was, but um, she was like, and here's Michael B. Jordan. And he's like, he looks at her. He goes, oh, I'm corny, right? And she's like, no, you're taking my words wrong. That's not what I said. He's like, no, I heard it. You call me corny, right? So apparently she went to high school with him. And her friend group would tease him and call him corny because he um, he would bring a headshot to school. Like he always knew he wanted to be an actor. And they said he was corny and they called him this and that because of that. And I'm thinking... Look at you now. She wants an interview with you and she made fun of you. So it was kind of cool to see him get a little bit of redemption. You know, Who, like, were you were you teased or bullied about something when you were in school? What was the thing that you were teased for when you were in school? Oh, yeah, I was teased on a couple of things. Um, there was um, I didn't have an issue in kindergarten because I only went to kindergarten for half a day. But when I um, transitioned into first grade. I had this fear of going to the bathroom at school and I just didn't, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't go. I'd hold it all day long and I would get to on the bus, get so close. And then I would have an accident in my pants. I would pee my pants and it was an issue. Um, and I remember doing it on the, on the bus and being made fun of it. And then having my sister step in and face the bullies that were making fun of me for peeing my pants on the bus. She stood up for you. She stood up Aww. for me. She stood up for me. And what did she say? I think just the one main guy's name was Ken, Ken Matt. Um, and he was just me and just, I mean, I'd see a kid peeing his pants. I, I forget. I remember her like getting in his face and I remember them being teased for having, Oh, you got to have your sister. I'm like, I was just like, I'm in first grade peeing my pants. I, you know, I had a lot going on, uh, but that was it for peeing my pants in first grade. Mm-hmm. Was it? What was behind that? You just just your fear of going to the bathroom. It was a fear of going to the or was bathroom. Was there something more to it? Well, because it was a fear of go. I think I wasn't used to going to the bathroom around other guys and stuff. Because you, you went to the bathroom, there was the urinals and everything. And I'll never forget the first time I went. I remember it so vividly. I was in there, 
And I used, to, I used to stand in front of the stall but not pee. Like, it was so weird. And I remember the first time uh, my buddies left the bathroom, but I was in the bathroom alone. And thinking to myself, just do it, man. There's nothing wrong with peeing in public. And I remember unzipping my pants and peeing in the bathroom urinal for the first time at school. I'm going, this is easy. Oh, wow. What was my fear? That. Yeah, I feel good now. Um, so I don't know how long it was, but yeah, I used to pee my pants in first grade. Uh, Kelly just commented on our 7 a.m. social. JC, I peed my pants my first day of first grade because I was scared of the big bathroom. I tried to play it off like my pants were supposed to look like that. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Madison, it, you're not cool unless you be your pants. <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember doing that once in school. Like, oh no, it's water, it's not pee. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> this was on purpose. Or I spilled, yeah, I was drinking and spilled a glass. What were you teased for back in school? 702 364 9400. Everyone was teased for something. I was also teased for a couple of things. Um, the first, like in elementary school, life was good. I didn't get teased for a single thing. In fact, I dare I say I might have been in the popular group in elementary school. I and I was nice to everyone and it was just wonderful. And then I go to middle school. No. And that's where it all changed. <laughs> that's where I started to get teased. Um, well, first of all, I got teased because I was a seventh grader and the eighth graders would just pick on us because we we're seventh graders. But specifically, that's kind of when I was going through puberty. And, you know, things happen with your body when you are going through puberty. And I may have put on an extra pound or two. So I got to, this. I'll never forget this. There was this boy I had a crush on and my girlfriend was friends with his friend. So we're on the phone and she's like, let's three way call. So and so the one the boy, let's call him Andrew. She's like, let's let's three way call Andrew. And she he she was like, oh, I was like, yeah, OK. And she goes, we'll ask if his friend Dan likes you. So we call Andrew and I'm on the phone, but he doesn't know it. She's like, hey, Andrew, da, da, da. do you think that Dan likes Mercedes? And Andrew's like, which one's Mercedes? And she's like, she has brown hair. He goes, oh, the chubby one. I was oh. like, and I'm on the phone oh. and I hear this. And I was like, I hung up. I was like, yeah. oh. I wanted to cry. So that, that broke my heart. Oh. I was just so sad oh. after that. Oh my gosh. The chubby one. The chubby one. Yes. Oh, I, you, I, you, I, I wonder what she said. No, actually I did hear what she said. Cause I was in shock. She goes, what? And he's like, wait, which one is it? And at that point I was so upset. Yeah, I was up. <laughs> and so the next day at school, I was so nervous to see her. She acted like nothing happened. She's like, Hey, What's up? Da, da, da. Like for my sake. Yeah. And it was, it meant so much to me that we never mentioned it ever again. And the three way calling, too. What a thing, too. Oh, man. Three way calling. Let's three way call the we person. We would call and listen to other conversations, <laughs> and it was so ridiculous. That was high tech back then. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. We go from that to the hot three. What do you got for us coming up? Okay. Scientists say that an asteroid could strike the Earth when. Well, I mean, it's a ways away, but not that far away. We'll tell you coming up. Also, this could sober up drunk people twice as fast as it takes right now. We'll tell you what it is. And do you sleep with a snorer? A new survey shows some hacks that might help you deal with that. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Let's go. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Before we get to the Hot 3, Steph said something really funny in the 7 a.m. social. We just played Megan Trainer, And what was the meme that you saw, Steph? Megan Trainer is the Old Navy of music. <laughs> <laughs> the Old Navy of music. I, 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 I see it. She is the Old Navy of music. And I love Old Navy. Yes. <laughs> and then I asked Mercedes and Steph. I said, okay, then let's take it to us. Merce- the Mercedes in the morning is the what of radio? And I said, we are the Nordstrom rack of radio. <laughs> Not quite Nordstrom, but just below. We're the Nordstrom it. rack, you know? Yes, we are. We're, we're, yeah. good, we're good, but we're not great. We're right there. <laughs> what would you compare us to? I think that, I was thinking, are we, are we, the, are we the Target? You get, you get something that they, everything? That's good, too. I love Target. Or the uh, or the Costco. You go in for one. You, you come to us one little thing. You end up sticking around and get all this other stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're at, like, Costco, I think Kirkland. And we're not the Kirkland. Okay. We're yeah, we're not Kirkland. I, I'd say Target or Nordstrom Rack is where we're at. <laughs> all right. So Valentine's Day may be a big bummer in 2046. Scientists are warning that a 160-foot asteroid could slam into Earth 23 years from now on Valentine's Day, the European Space Agency says the asteroid name 2023DW has a 1 in 625 chance of hitting the Earth on February 14th. 2046. The giant space rock is number one on the agency's risk list of flying objects that could hit Earth. NASA has also been tracking the asteroid and says it has a very small chance of impacting Earth. But there's still a chance. There's still a chance. It's the size of a swimming pool, this thing. I'm looking at the stories now. I'm going to go. That's 20 years, Mercedes. We have a lot to do. I'm going to go to my calendar for 2046, okay? Please tell me it's a Saturday so we can have off. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. It is a Saturday. Mm -hmm. It's a Saturday. So we can be with our families when it happens. Well, what a relief. My my Oh Wow Wheel song that Friday is going to be songs that remind you of the end of the world. It's the end (laughs) of the world as we know it. (laughs) Um, Okay. Also this morning, have you ever been... Or have you ever had to take a drunk a friend home from the bar? Well, there might finally be something better than coffee to try to sober them up. Researchers at the University of Texas Southwestern say they've come up with a new hormone injection that can make people sober up twice as fast. The hormone is called Fibroblast Growth Factor 21, or FGF21 for short. So our liver produces it naturally. And But they did find a double dose might actually help. So basically, they got a bunch of mice drunk, and they tested it out on them. And first, they injected them with a binge dose of alcohol, and then some of the mice got the hormone injection. And the ones that did sobered up a lot faster. They also tried a second experiment where they got the mice so drunk that they passed out, and the ones that got the hormones 
that time woke up twice as fast. It's if it's safe, it might eventually be something you could buy to help make that drunk friend a little less wobbly. But at at first, it might be more of an emergency treatment. So when someone ODs on opioids, they get Narcan. So it might be like that. But for people with alcohol poisoning. But then we'd be doing the injection into our friend, like, hey, Mercedes, come over here. Let me inject you. Yeah. Oh. And, and what they, I probably wouldn't notice it if I'm that drunk, you know? <laughs> right in the like, neck. Oh, what's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, are you a snorer? Uh, new survey says that 56% of people say they snore or have a partner that does. And 54% of them have tried various hacks to try to cut back on snoring. And the range of tips and tricks is all over the place. Some of the most popular things people have tried uh, include using extra pillows, Buying anti-snore pillows. What's an anti-snore pillow? Have you heard of that before? We talked about one that was at, featured at CES, where once you start to snore, oh, it, it lifts you. you up. But that's not on the market. At least that one wasn't. And that's not cheap either. When it does hit the market, it's going to be like 700 bucks for a pillow. Wow. It's going to ro- ro- like roll you over onto your stomach. So that, that, I remember we talked about that one. Uh, drinking more water, uh, nasal strips, nasal sprays, uh, saline rinses, and using a mouth guard. Um, other hacks that people say, and if you have one, 702-364-9400, avoiding alcohol before bed, avoiding it completely, uh, sleeping sitting up. Could you imagine just sleeping, sitting up, and then sleeping backwards with your head at the foot of the bed? And then there are the weirder hacks, which may be randomly discovered brilliance or just social media silliness. Taping your mouth, which I know you tried and mm-hmm. we talked about on this show. Did that work for you? Uh, no, um, because the tape was not strong enough. It was not strong enough to keep your mouth shut. So you, it's not like it's this. Mm-hmm. There's still a gap and you're still breathing through your mouth. D- isn't it like a cross? Uh, mine was like this, like X style, because it looked like the, the the best rating on Amazon. It was an X you put across your your your, your lips, and you're still you. It's it, there's never going to be a perfect seal. I I've tried it just not to sleep, but I wanted to see after we talked about yeah. it what it was like, and I taped my lips shut. So this is how I did it. I got a piece of tape, and I just. No air coming in. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, is uh, the facial hair works against it. All, all the things. If you have facial hair, it's not going to work as well. You don't get that solid seal. Yeah. Oh, I just took off my makeup. Oh, well. <laughs> um, the other things include putting a tennis ball in your PJs to stop you from lying on your back. Like, they, you put it in the back of it. Like, and that way, you're never flat. You always have to turn one way or another. I thought you were going to say put it somewhere else. Put a tennis ball, put like a gag ball in your mouth. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or throw it at their head so they wake up and stop. Get up, you idiot. <laughs> That's it. Okay, uh, coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, 825, there's tickets for you to go see Charlie Puth. And right before that, we do have Judge Your Friends. This is where we give each person on the show a scenario. And you have to, uh, we have to decide whether or not they've done that thing they're being accused of or they are not guilty. It's a lot of fun. We learn something every week, and that is coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Was this someone you know, staff, or was this uh, just something that you saw on Instagram? This is someone that James knows. This is one of his followers. What happened? So on, he was scrolling through his Instagram stories, and he caught this poll on one of his friends and said, wow, this is this is an interesting question. I'm interested to know what you think. And the poll was, if you're on a first date, 
and your date pays with a gift card, will there be a second date? And I said, hmm, well, just with the information that I know, if it's someone that I never met before, maybe it's a blind date, and this guy pays with a gift card, maybe it's like gift card first, the rest on the card or something like that, I don't think I would have a problem with it. I think that maybe if it was one of those things like, hey, I have this gift card to this place, let's go here. But if he asked me first, like, hey, would you like to go to this place? And then I said, yes. And then he's like, oh, well, I might as well use this. I have a gift card. Then I wouldn't mind there being a second date. But I don't think there would be a second date if he said, oh, we're going to this place because I have a gift card. Like, what the heck? Dude, what the heck? No, I'm not going to second date with you. That's weird. Hmm. I have a different take on that, but I'm curious, JC, what would what would you do? Oh no, let me hear your take. Let me hear the, let me hear a different take first. See, to me, that is a green flag all the way around. All the way around. First of all, it's a nice thing when someone gives you a gift card and you're willing to share it with another person. So if we're out to dinner and the guy's like, "Hey, I have a gift card," and I'll be like, oh, "Sweet." Thank you know that's cool that you shared it with me. I, it's like it doesn't make it doesn't change who you are if you pay with a gift card or cash. If he says, okay, we're gonna go to um, I don't know Olive Garden tonight because I have an Olive Garden gift card, I'd be like, sweet, I'm getting free dinner at the end of the day. And I'm appreciative of that. So I wouldn't care if he said, hey, do you want to go to so-and-so place? Because I have a gift card. I do that. Now I'm questioning if my friends think I'm cheap. Because sometimes I'll suggest, hey, like, let's meet up for lunch. And and I'll say, like, hey, I have a gift card to this place. Let's meet meet here. And they're, they always say yes. But now I'm like, ooh, I wonder if they're, like, cheapskate. <laughs> Singing it to the, to the, the, the ceilings. But so, so, Steph, you're saying, though, you meet this guy, and you're chit-chatting, and you both love sushi. Sushi, sushi. is all you talk about is sushi. And he finally gets the nerve to ask you out. And you're like, all right, yeah, let's go out. Figure you're going to go do is get some sushi. And he says, you know what? Before we get our sushi, let's go to Olive Garden. I've got a gift card. That would be a red flag to you? I think that would be a you're little going weird. going to two different places. Who yeah. does that? Yeah, no, it's just, we're just going to Olive Garden. No True. sushi. Yeah, no, he's, they're saying that they'd establish they have a love of sushi. We love sushi. Oh. And he's saying, oh, yeah, for the first date. And Steph is expecting him to say, let's get sushi because all we talk about is sushi and love for sushi. And he's like, let's go to Olive Garden first before we do that sushi date because I got a gift card. That's what Steph is going to miss you with, right? It's kind of weird. It's just one of those things where I'm like, hmm, okay, if it's a maybe maybe our third or fourth date, I'd be like, okay, we've kind of gotten to know each other. I've gone past the first impressions. But this is your first impression. You're saying, okay, look, I have I have a gift card to Olive Garden, but after Olive Garden, after you're full and after everything and you, you want to go to sushi later, so he pays less money, that's kind of weird. I just don't think that's, it just doesn't rub, rub me the right way, at least for a first date. The first date, weird. Third, maybe fourth, um, I'd reconsider. Visa gift card, does that make it a difference? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Visa gift card in that case doesn't matter. I, I think it's just because it just looks like a Visa. That exactly. Over. We wouldn't even know if it's a Visa gift card. It just looks like it's Visa debit card. <laughs> JC, what do you think? I'd be fine with it. I, w- I would be fine with it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't judge. If, if I'm going on a date with a girl and she's like, oh, let's go here. I got a gift card. I'd be cool. I'm just excited I'm going on the date. So I, I wouldn't care if she used the gift card or not. It, would, it, it wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't faze me because I'd just be happy that I'm going on the date with this girl. I'm like, oh, that's cool. All right, sounds good. But what about Mercedes? Friend group. I think it's different for me, at least friend group. Mercedes has a gift card. 
I'm going with Mercedes. I'm going to Olive Garden with Mercedes with a gift card. Yeah. yeah. Soup, salad, and breadsticks. <laughs> Unlimited. But if Mercedes is taking me out on a date, I'd be like, oh, you got a gift card? But what if I'm a really amazing person and you just threw me to the side over a gift card? You know? You got it. Let's say Michael B. Jordan in your single days like, Steph, would you go out with me? I got a gift card to... Olive Garden, I want to take you out. Would you really be like, mm, that's weird? True. I want to stare at the abs. You know, open up the button. I'm just a little bit low, baby. Oh, my gosh. I think a lot of people probably feel that way. I'm just, like, happy to have a free meal. You're happy to go on the date. <laughs> she said yes, okay? I don't care where we're going. Coming up, we do have those tickets to go see Charlie Puth. Uh, that happens around 825. And right before that, we do have Judge Your Friends. We have your tickets to go see Charlie Puth, and that's coming up here in just about seven minutes. We are currently live streaming on our Facebook page and on our YouTube channel. We are about to play Judge Your Friends. Why am I not on here? Am I on? Oh, there I am. Okay, sorry. My thing's all acting weird. This is a game where we are going to draw three cards at random and judge if the other person has done said things. Now, <laughs> JC, I know you are up first okay. this week. All right. We've got our gavel all ready to go, and um, I've got a couple of cards. Here and we're we on live. Yes. Facebook live. Did I not say that? Yeah, you said it. I oh. did. I'm so... My brain, too. My brain is <laughs> all, all over the place we today. We need caffeine. Oh, Seriously. my gosh. Okay, let's see here. Let me shuffle. We're here. live streaming, uh, if you're just joining us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, doll. On our Facebook and YouTube channel. Okay. Oh, all us. right. Let's see. Oh, I know the fr- I know the answer to the top one, so I'm not going to do that. Okay. I don't for sure know the one on the bottom, so this is perfect. All right. JC, please rise. You have been accused of getting in a physical fight with one of your roommates. Ooh. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? Steph, what do you think? Physical fight with your roommate. I've heard you talk about your roommate. I think you said one of them was a Chargers fan. I don't see you getting into a fight hey. because you said that Chargers fan, you're a Cowboys fan. I don't see JC getting into a physical fight with a roommate. So I'm gonna stay with not guilty. I don't see that. So that's not my guilty. From not that. guilty, no. Not guilty on Steph's part. I have some questions. Yes. Would a physical fight not it, it couldn't it might be like roughhousing, your physical and your play fighting? Maybe you uh, guys came home one night late and had a couple of drinks and you're like, hey, man, I bet I can beat you at wrestling. Why don't you give it a try? And then you guys all roughhouse with each other. So if that's what we're talking about, I am going to say guilty on this. Oh. I think that JC has been in some sort of physical fight, whether it's a play fight or a real fight with your roommate. Now is the moment of truth. JC, please rise. Yes, yes, yes. Have you, the defendant, ever been in a physical fight with your roommate? Are you guilty or are you not guilty? Well, outside of my wife, Laura, I've only lived with three other people, and that's three men. Uh, my first roommate was maniac Mike Adams. He was my roommate when I lived in the dorms at UNLV. 
After that, I moved in with our buddy Tim Horn, and him, Tim and I lived together for a long time. And then I moved in and lived with Gil for a while. Gil and I lived together about six months, and then I moved back in with Tim. Uh, so Mike, Tim, and Gil. Well, did it just not work out with Gil? Like, was it six months like where you guys? No, were, like, it was a temporary thing. Gil, oh, okay. Gil's townhome burnt down in a fire here in town. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Burnt down to the ground. Yeah. So he got he got uh, insurance put him up in a condo in an apartment, and he needed a roommate in that apartment. So I moved in with him for actually about four months, and then um, and then he got his place redone, and I moved out. Okay. Which uh, one was we, the Chargers fan? Uh, Mike. 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 Adams. Okay. Okay. Mike, Tim, and Gil, the three of us roommates, and we. I never got into a fight. Not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Yeah. You you never like play wrestled or anything? No, definitely not Mike and I. Uh, Tim and I lived together for a long time. No, we never physically locked up. And, and Gil, it was never, we never physically locked up either. Okay. Yeah, not guilty. No All fights. Right, no, no fights. fights. <laughs> physical right. fights, at least. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There were some verbal and some uh, emotional fights, but never physical fights. Okay, we are shuffling the cards for staff. And, um, <laughs> ooh, these are both good. Okay, um, let's go with this one. Steph, please rise. You have been accused of seeing NSF on your bank statement. Non-sufficient funds. NSF, okay. Are you guilty or not guilty? I know that we've all been in that boat where, especially in college, where maybe we live a little beyond our means, but... I know I did, and I've seen NSF on my account many times. I feel like Steph was still responsible and that if she didn't have the money, she wouldn't buy the thing. Or if she didn't have the money, she wouldn't order the food. Or maybe she would ask mom or dad, like, hey, can you spot me 50 bucks or something like that. So I'm going to say that the defendant has never seen NSF on their back statement so with that being said, I think that the defendant is not guilty. Ooh, not guilty. Okay, JC, what do you think? Um, you know, we work in radio, and this is a tough profession, especially when you're first starting off, and the pay you get when you first start off in radio is uh, not that ever gets better, uh, but it's not, it is not the best, and um, you make sacrifices along the way. And those sacrifices mean sometimes you go to the ATM, and there's no money in that account. And you're living off of the uh, promotions department uh, free giveaways that they have for food. <laughs> and Steph, uh, I know you have a radio journey. And so I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say Steph, absolutely. First out of college, getting into radio, just, yeah, money's tight. And you went to the ATM. It's like, what? Non-sufficient funds. No money in the account, my friend. And you had to maybe wait a day until you got paid or you got spotted by your parents. But I'm going to say yes, definitely guilty. Okay, there, we've got a guilty and we've got a not guilty. Steph, will you please rise? You have been accused of seeing NSF on your bank statement. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? Oh, my gosh. I'm thinking back of the days when I was dirt broke and I just opened a cha- uh, one of my own checkings and savings and... I did not know what I was doing. I've definitely been <laughs> I've had overdraft fees. Oh. I've had to call my bank and see if they can waive some things. 
Oh my gosh, I remember that. And then, oh, getting my credit card for the first time. Had no idea what an APR interest rate was. Oh no. It was really bad. Luckily, I have James who's helping me pay off my really, really bad pass. Let's just say oh. that. Yeah, I did not know what I was doing. I, they need to make a college course of that. You yeah, seriously. Are, you are guilty. I was really hoping. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, they, they need to teach this. It's ridiculous. Big time, yeah. Okay, um, that means I am next. Let's shuffle the cards here and see what we've got here. <laughs> oh man! Oh, this is funny. I wish you would have gotten this one, JC. Oh, you great. Know. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever do that. The top one was the defendant has wet themselves after the age of ten. We just learned the answer to that oh, earlier yeah. in the show. Yeah, yeah. First grade is what six, six, six years old. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, no, I, well, after ten, yeah, I've done that. Okay, I'm not going to do that one though. I'll do the other okay. one. What do you got? Okay, I'm. I have risen, not like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um. The defendant has been accused of breaking something in a store and walking away. Is the defendant, myself, guilty or not guilty? Accused of breaking something in a store and walking away. JC, what do you think? Am I guilty or not guilty? So do I have this right? You're in a store, you knock something over, and you take off? Is that what it's asking? Yeah, like I break it and I'm like... Out of here. Anybody see that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I want to say, oh, I'm torn on this. Definitely guilty of breaking something, whether it was you or maybe one of the girls were in a store, fine china, something. I don't know. Something, you know, a stroller or something with the kids. You break something. But is a Mercedes going to walk out of there without saying something? And to me, that's not in your character. Ooh. So yeah, whether yeah, I think I think something would break. Definitely think you broke something and went up and apologized for breaking it. I'm gonna say not guilty. Not, not guilty. guilty. It's not okay. in your character. You're a good person. Okay. Steph right. <laughs> guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, is the defendant guilty or not guilty of breaking something in a store and walking away? There's a part of me that wants to say guilty. There's a part of me that says that when you were a teenager and you didn't have the money to break it and then buy it, that you walked into a store and you said, oh, oh, bumped into something. It fell. You looked around. No one saw. And you just slowly walked away. So for some reason. Homer in the bushes. Yeah. yeah. And then you back up slowly. So I'm going to say there was that one off chance. Not lately because definitely not your character. I agree with JC on that. But that that one time when you were a teenager, I'm going to say guilty. Guilty, guilty. We've got a not guilty and a guilty. Someone is right here. Will the defendant please rise? Mercedes, you have been accused of breaking something in a store and walking away. Are you guilty or not guilty? I am on a technicality guilty. No! <laughs> I'll tell you the technicality, okay? So, I didn't break something like break, shatter, oh my gosh. But I have been in a store, like, trying on clothes, and maybe, like, a button falls off, or maybe you accidentally rip it a little bit. <laughs> and then I just put it back on the hanger, and I'm like, bye, don't want it. Oh, <laughs> so, in that aspect, 
Yes, I am guilty. guilty. That is a definite. That's no technicality. That's You're definitely guilty. Well, I didn't break it. I ripped it. Or I... Like it's fixable? Yes, exactly. <laughs> It'll be on the clearance section the next day because I saw the rip. I know. I'm Was like, it a pair of like distressed jeans and your foot got caught in the hole? And one, one, I remember, uh, one I remember in particular, it, it was a blouse and it had these two buttons at the very top. It was like kind of came across your neck and I couldn't get the one to unbutton and I was like pulling at it and then finally goes and then the button goes ding 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 falls on the floor I was like nah I don't want this <laughs> interesting always revealing judge your friends oh man and I'm I'm really flattered you guys think I have such great character I really don't I say he's a klepto yeah I, I do some bad things was it when Oda Ryder was like it was stunned she was shoplifting yes. that's me Mercedes yeah the Mercedes Ryder <laughs> <laughs> we go from Judge of Friends to Heads Up, and we want caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. Your caller 20, you get to play Heads Up, and we got a big prize for you. We have tickets for you to see Charlie Poot. Coming to town. It's all part of the Charlie Live experience at the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan on July 8th. And you are in for free. Just be caller 20. Pick your category. Pick your partner. Get six answers in 60 seconds. And you will be there. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. Jason Mraz, who is headlining our Spring Fling, which takes place on April 29th. All ages show. We've got your tickets next hour at 940. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, Jen, good morning. You are caller 20. You're playing Heads Up. Woohoo! Let's do this. We want to get you these Charlie Puth tickets. Just pick a category. Do you want to go with Super Mario or Ring Ring? Um, Ring Ring. Ring Ring. It is a landline telephone day is tomorrow. So these are all things that are associated with phones, okay? Yeah. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes. Okay. All right, Jen, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Charlie Poof. You start now. We each have one. It's seven digits. It's my Phone number. Yes. Um, I'm getting another call. Let me place you on... Hold. Yes. Um, if I send you one of these, maybe with an emoji, a smiley face, uh, a, I'm sending you a what? A text? Yes. Um, if I leave one of these, I'm like, hey, it's me. Call me back. now. Yes. Um, when the phone is out of this, it doesn't work. Uh, battery. No, um, like a a payphone might have a sign that says out of whatever. Yes. I can't believe I said payphone. Okay. Um, <laughs> if, if you are getting another call, but you don't want to talk to them, you hit this. Not accept, but. End. No. Uh, uh, decline. Yes. Nice. Woo! Wow. Nice job. Congratulations, Jen. Thank you so much. Jen, here we go see Charlie Puth. You guys crushed it. Payphone and all. I know. <laughs> There's children that's like, Mom, what's that? What is that, Mom? <laughs> Jen, you're all set. So that concert with Charlie Puth is at the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan on Saturday, July 8th. Congratulations to you. And then next hour, we've got your tickets to our spring fling with Dean Lewis, Jason Mraz. That's happening at 940. It's Mix 94.1. Probably 
probably know this song from Wednesday. And Jenna Ortega, Wednesday herself, will be hosting Saturday Night Live this week. They did a funny spoof where uh, some of the cast members are trying to get her to do the dance. She's like, I don't want to do the dance. Please don't make me do the dance. Uh, We were just talking in Judge Your Friends about something that I thought was interesting that you, I think you said it, JC. uh, Or no, maybe, no, it was Steph. She said there should have been a class on this. And the, uh, the topic was whether or not Steph has seen non-sufficient funds on her account. And Steph, you said most certainly, yes, that happened to you in in many different ways, right? Oh, absolutely. All the time. (laughs) It's funny when you said there should be a class on that because I'm actually teaching my kids about that stuff right now because I was in the exact same boat as you, Steph. I maxed out my credit cards with my big $300 credit limits in college. I wrote bad checks. I had the insufficient funds i had to pay all these extra fees and it got so bad to the point that my dad had to go with me to the the credit union at my school and he was like you're taking out a loan and paying this off i'm not bailing you out and so i took out a loan um and i had to pay the credit union back every every month for this and then my i borrowed money from my aunt it was a mess i never want my kids to get in that situation ever so i'm teaching them how to use bill pay even though they don't have any bills. So like when I pay the bills, I'm like, okay, watch how I do this or I'll have them do it for me. I'm like, okay, this bill is 69.72. Send the bill for this and so they do it. Um and then I also make them pay themselves every month. I'm like, what's your salary this month? What was what was your salary in the month of February? And they're like, $25 or $100 or whatever they have and then I make them put that in their savings account. Because I want them to learn what I learned late. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So many of us are in that, that, that financial situation, that credit card, that first credit card. I'll never forget the Discover card at UNLV. Hey, sign up for this credit card and you get a free pizza. I'm like, sure. Next thing you know, there's two or three credit cards and same thing, three, $400 limit. They're maxed out. You don't got a job to pay the bills. Things start to escalate. Yeah, it becomes trouble. I just, I wasn't thinking. I, I didn't have that mindset. Doesn't it feel predatory to you? Like, they're really taking advantage of the fact that kids don't really know anything mm-hmm. about it. And they're like, oh, okay, what? You want my social security number to open it? Sure, here, have it. <laughs> Let me scream it from the rooftop. 729, you know? <laughs> it's just, it's so predatory. Is there something that you learned late that you'll teach your kids early and what is it? I'm trying to teach them about finances and paying bills and not spending more because I learned it late. I, I was never taught that. I learned it on my own. So what is the thing that you learned late that you will teach your kids early? 702-364-9400 is our number if you want to call us and text us. Is there something for you? Well, maybe there are classes on this now, but for me going through school, there's never a class about self-care and mental health and, and just you're working on your mindset as well. There we, we had gym and physical education and we had like that, the health class where we learned certain things, but never about like working on your mind and your mindset and, and dealing with stress and dealing with depression and all those other things that come with life that every single person faces to show you how to somewhat manage that a little bit or at least open your eyes to working on your mindset. I had none of that stuff in high school. None of that stuff in college either. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, it, and I feel like only in the last few years has it been something that people are actually comfortable talking about. Um, everyone, it was just so taboo. 
like, oh my gosh, I can't talk about the fact that I feel depressed. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to talk about my my anxiety disorder that I have and, and things like that. And I feel like it's finally being talked about. And I hope that the kids today grow up to be more well-rounded and open because we're having these conversations. Yeah. And then we'll continue to teach the next generation behind them to have even more conversations. But there was none of that in high school. Same thing, Mercedes. Looking back, there were, there were times where I was depressed or had anxiety issues and I didn't know what was going on. And I don't know, I wasn't comfortable talking to anybody about it, but if there's a class or something that maybe opened the door to that conversation, it'd be a different situation. What is it for you? We're uh, getting some, some comments on Facebook. Alyssa says saving money, but I have no kids. So I want to teach our nieces and nephews yeah it doesn't have to be your kids you don't have to have kids so you want to teach someone younger than you uh, megan says how to regulate emotions appro- appropriately and how to understand their individual worth oh my gosh yes that is a really good one just knowing that you're you know what you're going through is temporary and if people tell you bad things about yourself that all that does is tell you about them yes it has nothing to do with you it just tells you about that person that's great um steph is there something that you would teach someone younger than you absolutely and i learned this late in life too i actually learned this in 2020 when i was let go from here and i was stressed out about the future and i was very anxious my friend sent me a meditation challenge and i never meditated in my life i meditated every day for 30 days and i noticed the impact it had on my mental health and when i got back to work when i was finally hired back I noticed how much it improved my focus, my attention, and my ability to multitask better. And I was overwhelmed with like, why didn't I do this sooner? Why didn't I try meditating? So when I have kids, I'm going to teach them how to meditate at a young age. What kind of meditation are you doing? Is it just, is it something like on an app? Is it just you sitting there quiet? Is it transcendental meditation? What What are you doing? I started off with a guided meditation from Deepak Chopra. Yeah. And he did a fabulous job. It was like a journal entry that you had to do. And then you did the meditation or vice versa. And then after the 30 days was done, I kind of wanted to continue it. So Oprah had some on YouTube and just little things like just sitting Sitting in silence for five minutes and focusing on your breath impacted my day so much. So that's kind of what I'm doing. There's this uh, meditation. I I was doing uh, transcendental meditation for a long time. And actually, that's probably the best I've ever felt. I should get back into it. But there's this one meditation I found on YouTube and someone told. No, it was on Spotify. And someone told me to do it. And I started crying. I, I felt I, I saw myself going back to being a kid. It was the weirdest thing. I don't know what sounds were in there and mm-hmm. what tripped off whatever, but I'm laying there and all of a sudden I see, you know, seven-year-old Mercedes and like all these flashbacks are coming back of uh, situations. If I can find it, I'm going to send it to you guys. You yes. have to try it. It was the most insane meditation I have ever done in my life. Was it an app or was it? No, it, like it was a- on Spotify. I wonder if it's in my history. It's got to be in there. Because, but even though I did it a few years ago, it was a trip. I, I felt like I was on drugs or something. I'm like, I've never done shrooms, but this is what I imagine <laughs> it to feel like. And it took you back to your childhood? Like, I could literally see myself. It, it was so crazy. I envisioned like this plane and all of a sudden like this music starts to creep in. It, there's a person talking. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm 10 years old again. She's going down. She's in the backseat of her mom's car. She didn't do this plane. What is this about?
meditation process. And then the meditation comes back on. I meditate to Snoop. <laughs> it comes back in again. Oh my gosh, you guys are With jerks. So <laughs> <laughs> we got the hot coming up next. What do you got for us? All right, coming up, we are going to talk about a new online tool for parents. If you're going to be flying with your kids, we'll tell you what that is. Also, you can lose weight by doing this simple thing. It's basically just playing pretend. We'll explain coming up. And a judge has ruled that doing this is a God-given right. You may see more of these today, and I don't think it's a good thing. We're going to talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Well, the Department of Transportation has added a new online tool to help airline customers find out if they can sit with their kids on a flight for free. It's called the Airline Family Seating Dashboard, and it allows potential passengers to check which airlines guarantee free family seatings. They explain to receive a green check on the dashboard, an airline must guarantee that parents can sit next to children age 13 and younger for free if adjacent seats are available when they book. I guess it's becoming a big issue because families are getting separated and then they're asking other people to switch their seats and people are saying no and they're saying that's rude and other people are saying I paid for this seat, which they're absolutely correct and yeah, it's turning into a whole thing. But you said sit for free as in the kid flies for free? No, like, well, under three, uh, yes, but like, let's say you um, are sitting in one seat and your kid's away Sometimes other seats are upgraded. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. so they so, can. Yeah. You don't have to pay any sort of thing to go to move to sit next to each other. The um, you know, parents when you fly with kids, it's um, it's amazing things that you do because especially if they're super young. When we're flying back from um, the East Coast after Christmas. Frontier, I mean, this is the middle of the Southwest chaos. This Frontier flight back is like overbooked. Everyone's wanting to try to get home. And um, the woman to the, my right of me, she had an aisle seat and she had maybe like a two year old or son and she just held him the entire flight, all what, five hours. And that kid would cry at times, not cry. And she was just I mean, like a rock star, just held that baby the entire time. And I, I feel such sympathy for parents going through that. It's like, I've been there. I get it. And then I, I feel bad because you see the, the looks that other people mm. give. And I get it. You're, you know, you're being disturbed. You just want peace and quiet. But I can't help it. But feel terrible well, yeah, well, the kid's not the kid's not crying by design it's like yeah. he's doing it for, like to irritate everyone it's a kid we, i was like i was like you know what i was the kid at one point i was crying and screaming at one point in a store or on a plane or something so yeah i got you know god bless her let her do her thing that was just in january that you were doing that <laughs> after the show <laughs> also this morning in a study a few weeks ago said that there was this weight loss hack that involved tricking yourself into thinking you ate more by cutting your food into pieces and then scattering them across your plate remember we talked about that Yes, yeah. Well, now there's an even easier option. Researchers from the University of Cambridge say that you can cut down on snacking by simply pretending that your most recent meal was bigger and more satisfying than it actually was. <laughs> okay. Now we're tricking our mind that way. Okay. Playing pretend, uh-huh. guys. Basically, you're you're preparing to eat a bunch of cookies, but then you imagine what your last meal was, and it was this big, huge, like, buffet, and then all of a sudden, you don't want those cookies anymore. They actually did a series of experiments where everyone ate the same meal of rice and sauce, and then they participated in varying exercises, including visualizing the meal, and then they were offered any amount of cookies as a snack. So the group of the people who were told to imagine the meal they ate was twice the size it was, ate the fewest cookies. On average, um, 
as I guess as long as you can trick yourself into buying into it, then then it works. Did you have a snack yet this morning or anything? I haven't eaten anything no. yet. Just had coffee. What about you? I had a protein bar. So now imagining I had uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Do I feel stuffed? No, I'm still hungry. Let me see. I'm I'm really hungry right now. I'm gonna. Oh, I just ate like a big bowl of pasta and garlic bread and oh my gosh, tiramisu. Yeah, I'm still hungry too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work for us. Doesn't work. I'm even hungrier oh. now that you, your description was so good. I know. That, that sounds so Tiramisu good. sounds awesome. Oh. Finally, this morning, one of the Bible's Ten Commandments is uh, not coveting your neighbor's house, wife, servants, or animals. But if your neighbor is a jerk, then God is all about you giving them the finger. There was a court case up in Canada where two neighbors got into a nasty argument. One guy swore at the other and threatened him while holding a power tool in a quote-unquote menacing way. In response, the other guy, he just flipped the double bird at him, okay? (laughs) (laughs) The double one is the best. So the victim, quote-unquote, the guy with the potty mouth and the power tool, he was appalled by that and he filed a criminal harassment claim against him now a judge has ruled on the case and he was not impressed with the accusation the judge said giving someone the middle finger is a god-given right that belongs to everyone he added quote it may not be civil it may not be polite it may not be gentlemanly. Nevertheless, it does not trigger criminal liability. He also said that he wished he could literally throw this case out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and then he flipped the bird at both of them. <laughs> double, double at the guy. Here in the 9 o'clock hour at 940, we have those tickets for you to join us at our spring fling with Michael Richter, Dean Lewis, and Jason Mraz. 940 on your tickets. And Miley Cyrus, her album is out tomorrow. Here she is. It's Mix. We were good. A big congratulations to our Lady Rebels. They won the Mountain West Championship last night, and they're going to the big dance. We'll find out who and where they're playing on Sunday with Selection Sunday. But what a big win for the ladies last night. Oh, so proud. Way to go. That is just um, amazing. What a season it has been for them. It's been fantastic. And and there's some sports craziness happening in the month of March. And a couple weeks ago, I gave you um, my bracket of fadness. And we had to figure out which the top fad of all time was. Oh, yeah. What was it? It was Pokemon, right? Yes, yes. It, yes. Pokemon beat um, Cabbage Patch Kids. Okay, gotcha. And then last week we did Gladness, um, talking about like the, the nice little things that happen in, in life. Like um, um, getting pulled over and not getting a ticket, I think, was the winner of that one. Oh, that was so great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, that is the best feeling, isn't it? Well, today I have uh, another bracket-style tournament for you. Okay. This is, we're all looking, this is all about sadness. <laughs> Sadness in the month of March? Yes, sadness in the month of March. Oh. Wait, so what things are sad? No, this is actually to be which of the sad songs will reign supreme. Oh, it's the boy. battle of sad songs. Okay, like wh- what wins in terms of sadness? Yes. So, okay. So we start with the West Coast bracket round one. We have this song. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. Adele, someone like you, facing Eric Clapton. Oh, man. Tears in heaven. It's got to be tears in heaven. This song is about his his son who died. That is sad. Very sad. So sad. I mean, yes, Adele, breakups suck, but <laughs> this is really sad. So, okay. yeah, 100%. Second, second matchup here. Everybody hurts. 
R.E.M. Everybody hurts. Okay. Spacey. Mac landslide. I think this song is a little sadder. I mean, but I also, I, I'm taking into account not just like the words, but the sound of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that this sounds a little sadder than everybody heard. So Fleetwood Mac takes the win. Here yeah. we go with the third matchup. Sinead O'Connor. Okay. And her opponents. And the cats in the cradle and the shoes. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. When you come Cats in the cradle. Harry Chapin. Well, I know what you would say. And I have to agree. It's about a dad that doesn't spend time with his kid. And he, and then the kid grows up, and he does the same thing with his kid, uh, <laughs> ignores him. So I gotta go with uh, Cats in the Cradle. Cats in the Cradle moves on. Next, next matchup. You Olivia Rodrigo, traitor or. Tough matchup because I think that Trader song is really hard, but it, it, it's really good. But this song, in my mind, is one of the saddest songs ever. Coldplay, Fix You. Chris Martin wrote this song for Gwyneth Paltrow when her dad died. For me, it's all the feels. I say Coldplay goes on. All right, let's go to the uh, East Coast bracket. Here we go. Shallow goes up against and you could have it all. I just think this song sounds sadder. I, I I honestly don't even know what it's about, but it's called Hurt and it sounds sad when Johnny Cash sings this, so I'm gonna go with this one. Okay, next matchup. Green Day, good riddance. And their opponent. Say something, I'm giving up on you. Well, I think the Green Day song slaps. I think it is good. I, I think it's like an encouraging song. So I would say that is a, not a sad song at all. I think this this one is much sadder. Say something, Christina Aguilera in a great big world. Okay, uh, next in our matchup. Yesterday. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> all my troubles seem so far away. The Beatles yesterday and, and their opponents. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black. I love Amy Winehouse, but I think that yesterday is sadder than Back to Black. We're looking for the saddest song of all time in the final game on the East Coast bracket. You hold tight to your umbrella. Casey Musgraves no. and Casey's opponent. I don't care who it is. It loses. Yeah, out of here. Summertime sad is not sad. It's it's. Oh my God! It's Rainbow by by Casey Musgraves. Okay, let's go back to oh. let's go back to the West Coast brackets. We'll have Eric Clapton taking on Fleetwood Mac. Uh, Eric 
clapped and moves on. Eric moves on. Yeah. Okay, and then we have uh, Cats in the Cradle. And the cats in the cradle and the Against Fix You. Oh, fix You. Okay, Fix You moves to the final four. Let's go back to the East Coast finals here. We got Johnny Cash and Hurt. And you could have it all. Against Say Something. Say Something, I'm giving up Hurt. Johnny Cash moves on. Okay, Hurt moves on. And then we have uh, Beatles yesterday. Yesterday. All my troubles seem so far away. Against Casey. You hold tight to your umbrella. Well, darling, I'm just trying to tell oh, this you one's tough. that there's always been a rainbow hanging over your head. Oh, as much as I want to say Casey, I think that the Beatles is sadder. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, so we have, we've got uh, Eric Clapton, Tears in Heaven. Would you hold Against Fix You. Who moves to the finals? Uh, again, I love the Coldplay song. It's one of my top favorite songs of all time, but I think Tears in Heaven is, is sadder. Okay, so yeah. Tears in Heaven goes up. Uh, so we move to the East Coast finals where we have Hurt. And you could have it all. Against the Beatles. All my troubles seem so far Hurt. away. Hurt. Hurt. Okay, here it is. The finals, you guys. Oh, my gosh. The finals. Is it Eric Clapton in Tears in Heaven? Would you hold my hand? Or. Hurt. And you could have it all. Tears in Heaven. Tears in Heaven, Mercedes says, is the saddest song oh, of all time. It is. I just can't. I can't imagine. Oh, my goodness. Yes. This the way song the is child so died, sad. the housekeeper, oh, the whole thing. If you don't know gosh. the story, look it up. It's very, very sad. I don't actually know the story. I don't know what. The, I, was it like he fell out a window or something? Yeah, because yeah. the nanny or the housekeeper left the uh, window open oh. and his child fell out the window and died. Just. Horrible, horrible. One hundred percent, the saddest song. And now I am going to go sit in the corner in the fetal <laughs> position and cry. <laughs> so there you go. That's wow. the saddest song of all time. It's now official. Why would you do that to us I in the know. nine o'clock hour on a Thursday morning? My God, I really don't know. Well, we'll do happiness next time. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Sandra Bullock is trending this morning. She's at the top of a new survey that finds some Hollywood stars actually make more in a single second than many people do in an entire year. Sandra Bullock is the most valuable Oscar-worthy actor, making $94,736.14 a second. Now, Sir Ian McKellen was second with $90,614.14 a, se- a second, followed by Kate Winslet, who makes $76,155.62 a second. So that is taking whatever she got paid on speed 
but then then dividing it by the number of amount of minutes she's on the, in the movie. Right? Yes, which it, it, we talked about this earlier. I think that this is very selective because we're just taking into account the screen time, not the fact that they have to go in for setup shops and, and go in for wardrobe fittings and do table reads and stuff like that. If you put all the time they spend working on a movie, it's not just screen time. So it, it would go down significantly. Yeah. And the stunts for the, like the movie Speed, she was doing some stunts in that movie. She learned how to do the stunts. Yeah, she has to practice that. So when it comes to um, a lot of pay for just a little bit of work, though, uh, Anthony Hopkins, he was on screen during Silence of the Lambs for only 16 minutes. That's all. And he was reportedly offered $15 million to do the sequel, which he did not do. Dang. I know. Isn't that crazy? What a great movie that was, too. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, so oh, freaky. Man, it is. I still get chills when I watch that one. I don't... Who's the Buffalo Bill? Uh, or... I can't remember. The guy that was in the mirror. Yeah, that doing guy, that thing. That, that guy weird. weirded me out. Yeah, that was weird. Um, also trending this morning is Tiger Woods. His ex-girlfriend, Erica Herman, has filed a lawsuit against the golfer asking to be removed from her non-disclosure agreement. She cited a law called the Speak Out Act that allows NDAs to be voided if there's proof of sexual assault or harassment. Now, there aren't any mentions of assault or harassment in her court documents, so it's very interesting that she's citing that. She's also seeking clarification from the court on what she is legally allowed to disclose publicly about her nearly six-year relationship with Tiger. There's some dirt coming out. There's some juice coming oh out. Oh, boy. Is there ever. Buckle up, Tiger. And then finally, this morning, Sunny Delight is trending. Anyone who was a teenager in the 90s remembers the famous Purple Stuff ads for Sunny Delight. In case you forgot, let us refresh your memory. Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. <laughs> I'm so sad over the songs. Let us <laughs> refresh your memory. Hey, we got some soda. OJ, purple stuff, sun glass. Oh, What's in this? She's like orange and tangerine. Yeah, why? Some healthy yeah. junk, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? There's what? The kids picking Sunny D instead of the purple stuff. Well, all those kids are in their 40s now, so they want us to bring on the hard stuff. Sunny Delight with alcohol now exists. It's called Sunny D Vodka Seltzer, and it hits select Walmarts nationwide on Saturday, although it has been already been spotted on shelves in some other places. Sunny D is essentially like orange-flavored drink, so it sounds like it would taste like a screwdriver with, you know, vodka and orange juice, but this one has bubbles. Four packs cost 10 bucks. Each can is $95 and 4.5% alcohol, and that is what's trending. Those tickets to our Spring Fling, we have them at 940, and here are the details on that show. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Thursday. Make sure you join us tomorrow. We will be back. Um, it's going to be a fun one tomorrow because we have the Friday Rewind in the 9 o'clock hour. And we're spinning the Oh Wow wheel tomorrow where one of us will play a song that makes you say, Oh Wow. And i got to think of a, a new category. We're all new categories. Right, yeah. Day, right? So that is happening right around 8.15 tomorrow. We're headed out. Jay- oh, no, wait. Steph, you're filling in for J-Love today? Up next, yes, I'm oh, up next today wow. and tomorrow. You're working double duty. I'm I so know. I'm so impressed. Well, make sure you listen to Steph.
She's even better than J-Lo. <laughs> She's a woman that wows. Steph, you are. Thank you. She's on the way next, and uh, right now it's time for the line of the day. Well, we went through to try to find the saddest song of all time, and the finals came down to Eric Clapton and Tears in Heaven. Going up against Johnny Cash's Hurt. And you could have it all. The winner was Eric Clapton. But I think we all lost. Ten minutes of nothing but sad music. <laughs> so because that, I want to give us this. Change the mood. Okay. Happy song. Actually, this song makes me sad because I've heard it so many times. <laughs> Mercedes is like, give me, give me clapping all I'll day take, long. I'll take tears in heaven. Oh, my gosh. So that'll do it for us, and that'll do it for show number 1797 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.